When you're struggling with your thoughts and emotions, or with relationships, or work, or your mental health, most Christians want help from someone who shares their Christian values and commitments. But not all Christians agree about the proper resources for good counseling. Let's learn about the similarities and differences between biblical and Christian counseling on this episode of the Gospel Gumbo Podcast. Thanks for listening to Season 1 of the Gospel Gumbo Podcast. Should I make a Season 2? I'm going to pay attention to three things to decide if there will be another season. Downloads, feedback, and money. You can encourage Season 2 quicker if you'll do two things for me. Number one, follow the podcast on your podcast player, and then you'll get every episode for free, and I will keep you updated with the progress of Season 2. And then number two, tell a friend about the podcast and get them to listen too. The more listeners, the quicker I'll work on season two. All right, let's get to today's episode. Biblical counseling and Christian counseling are two camps that have been at odds with each other in their approach to counseling. They are both biblical in that they both hold a very high view of the Bible and its authority. And they are both Christian in that They both see the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus as the only hope for the full healing of our sin and brokenness. So biblical counselors are certainly Christians, and Christian counselors love the Bible. But they are different. So what's the difference? Christian counseling encompasses a broad perspective that combines psychological theories and practices with Christian principles. It recognizes the value of psychological insights from non-Christian counseling theories while integrating them into a Christian worldview. In other words, Christian counseling embraces the idea that faith and psychology can work hand-in-hand to address mental, emotional, and relational issues. Christian counseling treats psychology much the same way that most Christians treat science, medicine, and technology. It can be integrated into our life of faith. On the other hand, biblical counseling takes a more exclusive stance, placing primary emphasis on the Bible as the sole source of guidance and instruction for counseling. Advocates of biblical counseling firmly believe that Scripture contains all the necessary principles for living a godly and fulfilling life. Thus, their counseling approach relies exclusively on biblical principles. So, for biblical counselors, If it's not in the Bible, we should be suspicious of its value, or maybe even ignore it altogether. Psychology for biblical counselors is not like medicine and science. It cannot be integrated into our life of faith. Christian counseling draws upon a wide range of therapeutic techniques, including traditional psychological approaches such as cognitive behavioral therapy, psychodynamic therapy, and family systems therapy. These theories and therapies have been developed by various people, many of whom are not Christians. And certainly they are not based on specific Bible verses, but rather they have been developed from observation, experimentation, and evaluation of broken people and how they heal. For Christian counselors, these techniques are integrated with Christian principles and values to provide guidance and support to individuals seeking help. Christian counselors often employ prayer, scripture, and spiritual disciplines as essential components 
of the counseling process. Biblical counseling, on the other hand, prioritizes the use of Scripture as the central guide for addressing problems. Counselors in this approach rely on prayer, Bible study, Bible memorization, exegesis, sermons, and discipleship to help individuals navigate their challenges. The primary objective of biblical counseling is to apply biblical wisdom to the complexities of life, utilizing the transformative power of God's Word to bring healing and restoration. In both Christian counseling and biblical counseling, Scripture plays a vital role in the therapeutic process. However, the extent of the use of Scripture varies. Christian counseling views Scripture as a valuable resource alongside psychological insights, and counselors may draw from various passages to provide guidance and support. In contrast, biblical counseling takes that exclusive stance. Scripture is seen not only as the ultimate authority, but also as the really the only authority, and is relied upon exclusively. Biblical counselors criticize Christian counselors by saying that they do not take the Bible seriously as it addresses sin and brokenness. So much of our problems in this world are, re- are a result of our own sin and the sin of others, and those who do not hold the Bible's view of sin cannot speak to this well or at all, so we should not listen to them. Christian counselors, on the other hand, criticize biblical counselors by saying that the Bible is sufficient for spiritual salvation, but not for other things. No one thinks the Bible is sufficient um, in terms of medical care or fire safety or farming. It certainly addresses those things, but it's not sufficient. Instead, we look to science, observation, and experience to help us address problems in those and many other areas. The Bible speaks to all issues of life, of course, but it should not be our only source of good information. Even non-Christians can teach us things about the world, and Christian counselors would say that includes the world of psychology. Of course, we must always test things by the Bible, but the insistence of biblical counselors to limit themselves to looking only at the Bible for counseling is, in the view of Christian counselors, short-sighted. Christian counseling is often associated with professional organizations like the American Association of Christian Counselors and the Christian Association for Psychological Studies. These organizations provide training, resources, and support for Christian counselors who integrate psychological insights into their practice. They facilitate a community where Christian counselors can explore the intersection of psychology and faith. You might know of great Christian counselors such as Larry Crabb, Gary Chapman, John Townsend, and Henry Cloud. Biblical counseling, on the other hand, is often associated with organizations such as the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors and the Christian Counseling and Education Foundation. These organizations advocate for counseling that strictly adheres to biblical principles. They provide training programs, certification, and resources to equip biblical counselors in their practice. For individuals seeking a counseling approach firmly rooted in Scripture, these organizations serve as a valuable source of support and guidance. You might know counselors such as Jay Adams, David Pallison, and Stuart Scott. So that's the difference. It's important to remember that these distinctions can vary in practice. Individual counselors may use the terms interchangeably, or they might combine elements from both approaches in their counseling methods. I have sought help at various times in my life from both biblical and Christian counselors. 
I've talked extensively with both sorts and many who were in the middle. And for myself, I found biblical counseling to be quite inferior in insight and effectiveness for my own personal issues. I saw one Christian counselor for about three years, and she probably saved my life and certainly saved my marriage. I started in my Christian journey reading a lot of books written by biblical counselors, and they were somewhat helpful. However, when I found the world of books from Christian counselors, it was like going from a world of black and white to color. Honestly, I found this latter group of books and counselors to understand the Bible so much more thoroughly and honestly. That is, I truly believe that the best of Christian counseling is more biblical and more Christian than the best of biblical counseling. However, having said all that, when you need a good counselor, their style and approach is not nearly so important as their compassion, their ability to listen, and you are feeling a good connection with them. I know many people who have found great help with wonderful biblical counselors, and I thank God for them. We all need help at various times in our lives, and if you need help processing your own thoughts, feelings, habits, addictions, trauma, unwanted emotions, or damaged relationships, please seek a good counselor. It can make a world of difference. Maybe this episode has helped you to know whether you want to start with a biblical or a Christian counselor. hope you enjoyed that episode of the Gospel Gumbo Podcast. I would love to make season two, but I need to make sure that it is worthwhile. So I'm paying attention to three things, downloads, feedback, and money. It costs money to publish a podcast and not a small amount of work. Now, if you'll give me just $5 once, I'll give you your own private podcast link that will have all the episodes from season one without any advertising. Plus, 10 extra bonus episodes. At various levels, you'll also get a lot of other cool stuff. Now, I'm not looking for a subscription, just a one-time purchase that will help me to know that this podcast has been helpful and that you would like me to make another season. Look for the show notes of this episode to find the link to give money. Podcasts are getting gobbled up by big corporations and conglomerates. Independent podcasters like me need your support. Thanks so much.